Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Jalair Grillo. She's a brand ambassador at Prosperity Home Mortgage. Jalair, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Julia, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, I uh, live in Northern Virginia. Um, I've been with Prosperity Home Mortgage now for, I think, three and a half years. Um, but in the mortgage industry for maybe a little over 10, I don't know, since the pandemic, I have a hard time with time, but it, since 2012, so whatever that is. Um, I didn't start in a sort of marketing brand-focused role. I started kind of on the ground uh, with um, the everyday loan officer assistant, loan originator, kind of in the thick of it, um, and then sort of moved through. Um, I have a really big passion for building relationships and um, collaborating and connecting with people. Um, And I sort of found my niche in this industry, and it's just kind of blossomed from there. That's fantastic. So great journey to kind of get to prosperity. Tell Tell me a little bit more about Prosperity Home Mortgage. Yeah, so Prosperity Home Mortgage um, is uh, a um, a company that's owned by Berkshire Hathaway. So we are a Berkshire Hathaway company, and that makes us a little unique because we don't just come with the mortgage lending side. We also come with a family of real estate partners and a family of insurance partners and sort of that one-stop shop package when you are looking to purchase a home or looking to refinance a home or purchase that second home, whatever that case may be. So it's a really interesting um, space to be in with PHM because it's unique. It's different than uh, the other lenders that are out there because of that family sort of one-stop shop atmosphere. So it's super fun. There's a lot of really great opportunities for collaboration inside of the organization amongst the other organizations and then, of course, outside of it too. That's fantastic. So the biggest issue I imagine that your clients might have before they start working with Prosperity Home Mortgage, is that just like access and not having kind of everything under one roof? Yeah, it could be that. But I would also say that really the clients that come to us, especially for the first time, and I think this rings true for anybody in the industry, um, when they're getting that first client in the door is the lack of knowledge, right? Like we we joke around about this all the time. Mortgage isn't necessarily fun, right? People don't wake up in the morning and they're like, yay, we're going to get a mortgage. Like it doesn't really work like that. And so, um, you know, I think the biggest challenge for us is how do we make it attainable for the average person, right? How do we educate them, meet them where they're at and make them feel comfortable in a situation um, where they're going to make one of the biggest purchase decisions of their entire life, right? And so, how do we connect with people? How do we provide that education and that helping hand as they go through this process? So you mentioned kind of the everyday person. Are there trends in who you see working or getting mortgages more than others with Prosperity Home Mortgage? Is it first-time home buyers? Is there a certain age? Like, talk to me about that. No, I think because we're so spread out all over the country and so we're um, in so many states and so many different uh, cities, the demographics are different everywhere you go. Um, I think it's sort of a mixed bag, right? So it just sort of depends on where you are. There are going to be some areas that I think are very focused on VA, right? Veterans. And there are going to be some areas where you do see a little bit more of a boom in that first time home buyer or those millennials that are buying homes mm-hmm. um, for the first time. And so it really does sort of just depend on where you are. 
there's not really a set trend right now anyways. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, you know, talking talking again about, you know, the the one-stop shop like you mentioned, is that one of the main kind of differentiating factors between you and, you know, other mortgage lending or, uh, you know, other agencies or anything like that? I would say so because we're just sort of this brand of, we are a brand of companies, right? And so being under that Berkshire name and then being able to kind of push that footprint out with the mortgage side, the real estate side, the insurance side, um, et cetera. So I do, there are going to be other lenders out there who do probably have relationships with other companies that provide that sort of one-stop shop experience. But I think the difference is, is that ours really is a family of brands, right? Like we are all coexisting together. Um, and I, that's going to be the differentiator, I think. And why do you think that's important? Well, I think when you've got a team of people behind you that are guiding you through this process, which can seem really overwhelming, I think that that helps, right? We're all on the same page. We're communicating on a regular basis. And part of my job is to make sure that the communication, the message that goes out to the clients as they navigate this process is coming from a united front, right? So how do we bring our real estate partners into that messaging so that we are doing it together? How are we bringing our insurance partners into that messaging so that we're doing it together? So we really do take a step back and figure out out of that family of brands, out of all of the companies that work together, how can we make sure that when we are communicating, we are messaging that it is from one place and as one unit. Yeah. That's interesting. So kind of talking about that messaging, what has that looked like kind of in the changing climate right now? Yeah. So, you know, we spend a lot of time on messaging here at PHM. It's something that I work closely with on my team um, and we're constantly vetting the way that we are messaging people, right? We're changing things with the current market and the way the environment is flowing. Um, and so it's like a game. Um, it never really ends. Like we're probably in there once a quarter vetting the messaging that's going out to our clients, the messaging that's going out to our partners um, and making sure that we are staying on brand with what's currently happening, but also making sure that we're taking a pulse check with our clients and with our partners. Is the messaging correct? Does it resonate with them? Looking at the numbers and the stats behind the messaging to make sure that we are following the right track. So we do take a lot of time to make sure that messaging is as close to perfect as it possibly can be. And that really comes from feedback. It comes from statistics. Um, and it just comes from a constant collaboration amongst the companies, amongst the brands to make sure that the messaging is correct. Yeah. So that leads me kind of a two, to a two-pronged question. It sounds like this may be a common misconception that people don't necessarily understand how much work goes into the messaging, how much you, you know, really work on that to make sure it's the right tone, the right delivery, yeah. all of that. Would you say that's a common misconception kind of in the field? And then, you know, the second part to that question is, is like, are there other misconceptions that you often hear as well? I think it's probably a common misconception anywhere, right? So in any industry, maybe not in any industry, but a lot of industries, especially I've worked in nonprofits. I've, I've done the whole, I, I did my stint on the Hill here in Washington, DC. And so I worked in a lot of different industries and messaging is really important for anybody, right? Anybody trying to build a brand. And there is so much time that goes into it. And I do think there is a misconception. And we even see that when we're on the road, right? I spend a lot of time out on the road talking to our originators about messaging, right? Um, and 
it is always interesting to see the feedback from them. I don't think that sometimes even they realize the amount of work that goes into it. And so when we are able to turn around and say, um, we've got a campaign, uh, uh, campaigns that run and we have a 78% open rate in those campaigns, for those people who don't wear a marketing hat, that might not mean much to anybody. But to those people who do wear a marketing hat, 78% open rate is insane, right? <laughs> yeah, it's huge. I mean, we kill for numbers like these, but we've worked really, really hard. And I will, I do want to point out that it's not just an enterprise message, right? It's not just a company-wide message. We also spend a lot of time coaching our originators into putting their own spin on messaging too. So while we've set the foundation with the enterprise message, we're asking them to come in and add another layer of them because we're trying to humanize that experience. We want them to be able to connect with their clients. Mm -hmm. And the enterprise message is great, but it's just the foundation. So we are asking them to take a step further. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think it's important, too, to recognize the work that it, that goes in because a lot of it is behind the scenes and people don't necessarily understand what that work looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, so for us, we we build our campaigns are called journeys. That's what we call them here at PHM. Um, and what we do is we take the we whiteboard a lot of this, these ideas, right? There's a whiteboard behind me and there's usually a lot of messaging going on on that. Mm -hmm. um, but we build out one um, journey flow yeah. and then each stop on that journey is its own campaign, right? It's so that that lead, that person who says, I think I want to buy a home mm -hmm. could fall into seven different categories for mm -hmm. same home buyers. Maybe they're renters. Maybe they need to work on their credit. They fall into different categories. And then when they move to the next spot, they fall into three other. They could fall into three others. And so we take it, we map it, and then we break it down into smaller segments. And then we build out those campaigns and they all coexist. And it takes time. It takes a lot of time to get them there. Um, but, you know, if you love it, it's a labor of love. And we do love building these journeys out and watching them come to life and then yeah. watching how people react to them. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, I mean, just out of curiosity, kind of off the cusp, was there one journey that stood out to you that you were like, wow, we, we really killed that one? Yeah, so we have a journey we send out post-close. Um, uh, so once the clients close their loans, we follow our clients around for five years. We call it database nurturing. Um, and it's probably where we pack the biggest um, punch mm -hmm. uh, because it's, a celebratory moment, right? We've crossed the finish line and now we're sort of nurturing them in their new space. But what we seem to, what we find to be the most impactful is we do it and to come full circle, we do it with our partners, right? So they're in the journeys with us. So as a unit, we are nurturing that lead with the hopes that somewhere down the line, they refinance at home or maybe they move up or downsize, whatever the case is they come back and work with us. So we find that that journey is our most successful and most impactful, not just for our clients, but for the relationships with our partners too. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, you know, you mentioned kind of people getting started. What does, you know, it sounds sounds like an easy question, but for, you know, our listeners, what does the onboarding process look like? Is it different than other companies? Like, you know, walk me through that. No, I think the onboarding process is pretty, like on surface level, foundation level, it's the same no matter where you go, right? You're interested in doing this. You're interested in purchasing this home. You know, you're going to go get pre-approved or pre-qualified. You're going to fill out your application, get your credit pulled and start moving, right? 
But um, I think what ends up happening is, is that it's not necessarily the foundation that's the most important. It's what that individual originator or what that company might be preaching to the originators to make sure that that person feels comfortable in that beginning process. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing to connect with that person? Because yeah. at the end of the day, people don't want to be treated like transactions. They want to be treated like people. Right. And so it's that that makes it different, right? That's going to be different from company to company, depending on how loan originators are. Yeah. Coached. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I, I think you raise a bunch of, you know, really good points in there. But, you know, is as we kind of wrap up this conversation, is there is there any place that somebody can go to learn more about Prosperity Home Mortgage? Yeah, so you can go to our website. Um, uh, that would be one spot you can go. But I'm actually a big fan of LinkedIn. Um, and so I love LinkedIn. It's probably it's my playground. Um, and so I would say if you wanted to learn more about PHM, you should go there. Um, so whether you're following PHM on LinkedIn or you're following me or our CEO or somebody like that, you know, you, I think when you go onto LinkedIn, then you get a really good idea of the brand, right? And the companies that all work together and that family cohesive unit. Then you can obviously go to our website on, you know, we're on all of the social handles, but I think uh, LinkedIn is probably where we play the most. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you think that's, again, kind of one of the differentiating factors going circling back to that is that you're able to use that platform and add a personality that you may not normally get in other companies? Yes, for sure. And it's something that we preach a lot here, right, um, is how do you build that brand past just the, the foundation that we're a mortgage company, we provide you with a loan so that you can purchase your home. Like, where do we push past that so that people can just connect with us? And we do find that our loan originators are connecting on all their social platforms. And we try to make it a priority to coach them to do it. That's fantastic. That's great. So, you know, as as we wrap up this this conversation, Hilaire, where would someone go to, you know, you, you said learn more, but is there is there another platform that, that you like or like, is there anything, you know, actually, let me add, let me add that out. Um, team, sorry. Um, and I also said your name wrong, so that messed me up too. Um, Julia, as we wrap up this conversation, is there anything you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about, you know, real estate, mortgage, lending, marketing, anything like that? Yeah, I think the what I would leave everybody with is I'm going to like, I probably have said it a million times on here, but I am a big believer in relationships. I'm a big believer in people being people. And so don't overthink it, right? If you're a loan originator out there, don't overthink it. Just be you. You are the people that they are doing business with. And if they're going to trust you, they have to get to know you, right? People have to like you before they can trust you. And so you can't just fall back on your company. You can't just fall back on what they are doing or the brand that they have out there. You you have to step forward. So people sometimes are uncomfortable with that or afraid to do that. Um, but if you can jump outside that box, it's definitely rewarding. That's great. Well, Jalair, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you taking the time to be on Business Ninjas, breaking everything down for me. Um, and, you know, just really a great conversation today. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io. W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.